0: Learn how to get your first 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Join our Patreon page now. Link in the description. It's showtime! I always like to do that and say this because it's the word on my screen. So, yay! Hi, everyone! Welcome to another episode of the Puppet Podcast. So, today we go into USA and I'm really happy to get this guest who know a lot of stuff because she's part of the center of puppetry art in Atlanta Atlanta and yeah so just before i bring her in the screen i just want to do my little commercial because you know we we build this podcast and it's growing and it's really amazing and during the time I arrive i will just drop into the screen this patreon so yeah it's it's really we are really happy to to have this and we have like workshop online and also those little things you see it's some tips to help puppeteer to grow online and and share their work so yeah we have this weekend uh, a workshop right there with Danny Joe Labrec, who do the children web series and it will be really awesome to just have his experience, but more deeply into the details of it. So, yeah, I really want everyone to to tune for this and uh, and, and just be aware because we, we also have those tips that Elie, my boyfriend, do uh, about marketing to help also with Facebook ads or or whatever are the questions. So he will give you some tips to help with online promotion as it's part of the new era but uh yeah we want to to be focused for the future for good news so that's why i continue to invite wonderful guests and it's it's always a good moment of exchange so let's bring her into the screen ladies and gentlemen please welcome miss mrs christine averti hello everyone <laughs> thank you so much to be part of the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I want, I always ask, because you you are um, a producer, you are really involved into also the politics of puppetry, like with UNIMA Association and all of this international connection, uh, and your job at the Center of Puppetry Art. So I want you maybe to introduce all your background to the, the show if you can in in few minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'm uh, currently the producer at the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, Georgia as you said. Um, I'm also a board member and counselor for UNAMA USA um, and have uh, uh, and then I also um, and a, a current board member of the Jim Henson Foundation uh, and yeah, that's uh so and my uh, Job at the uh, the Center for Puppetry Arts. Um, I've probably worked in, in just about every uh, avenue there in terms of puppeteer, designer, uh, teaching artist, museum docent, um, and then began my uh, journey in producing about ten years ago. Uh, so it's uh, we we both at the center we produce and present work. Uh, so we've and since the center began forty some years ago. Uh, we've presented guest artists every year um, and that's really been a rich part of our, our programming. Um, and then also we produce our own work and uh, that's also very exciting because we have a great core group of puppeteers and, uh, and, a, um, and a fantastic season that we produce Near or actually all year round, so we rarely have dark days.
0: <laughs> yes, it's 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 a museum for the one like I uh. never visited. So it's a big museum with a lot of like the Jim Henson stuff, I think, and many yeah. <laughs> multicultural puppets also.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in addition to all of our performances, uh, the center also has uh, this beautiful museum. It's called the Worlds of Puppet uh of, Worlds of Puppetry Museum. Um, And it has the Jim Henson Gallery and a global gallery. um, And also a special exhibit gallery that has uh, different exhibits. We've done exhibits on um, uh, India, uh, Indian puppets. Uh, We've also uh, had uh, a really fabulous, Labyrinth exhibit of uh, Jim Henson's work, and then also uh, dark. Currently, we have a, a dark crystal exhibit that's that's in the special exhibit gallery. So um, it's a beautiful museum. Everyone should come and see it. Um, it's it's really fabulous. Uh, we also have a, a really vibrant education department um, that, uh, when we're open, does uh, workshops in conjunction with our performances. And then also uh, right now we're doing. Uh, digital programming, and uh, the center has uh, actually, since 1998, I believe, has had a digital learning program that has gone into um, every state in the United States, and also many countries. And it's now growing even more because we're all digital. So yes, it's an exciting time, especially for that department. I think. Um, yeah, I, yeah,
0: I can't wait to go there one one day when all the border will. Be free, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's amazing to to get the this kind of like cultural center of puppetry. It's unique in America. So it, I mean,
1: it is absolutely. Uh, Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. It took a, a lot of a lot of people and a lot of vision. Um, our our founder Vince Anthony um, had the vision of a center. Uh, you know, and uh, and worked to create it, but he had partners. Um, Jim Henson actually was a, a, a really early supporter of the vision, um, Nancy Staub as well. Um, she was really the visionary behind our, our museum and um, really uh, helped create a, a, a well-rounded and, and really um, representative collection. Uh, So and our artistic director, John Ludwig, has been creating shows since 1978 that have all been, you know, incredible visionary work. So uh, and of course, all of the performers and presenting artists and everyone who has come and really made the center vibrant is, you know, it's it's a it's a lot of a lot of people that have put a lot of. A lot of energy into into this incredible place. So.
0: Totally. You are well-surrounded with great mm-hmm. talent. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So before we go into the question of the interview, mm-hmm. I want everyone who's watching, you, if you want to just write on the side where you are right now, it's kind of really exciting mm-hmm. to see that. And if you have any questions during the interview, feel free to put it there and uh, I will bring it into the screen. So yeah, first question, ready? Yes, Yes. (laughs) I'm gonna pull up my notes, (laughs) I remember everything. Yeah, it's kind of a deep question, but first is why do you cherish the art of puppetry?
1: Yes, absolutely, Uh, so first I wanna say that I I cherish good theater in general, Um, (laughs) I do. uh, but I think what I particularly love about puppetry is it's, uh, the, build, the ability to so completely create a world unique unto itself um, in any scale, um, and, and that you can play with that scale in a way that is much harder to do in traditional actors theater. Um, I would say uh, I also love and uh, that puppetry can be found in every corner of the globe, and, and that in each of those traditions you can see Sort of in visual form, like a distillation of the the values and ideas and, and the, the culture of that place. Um, so, I mean, speaking of the museums, whenever I walk into the the Worlds of Puppetry Museum, um, the Global Gallery, particularly, I, um, or you know, when I see a performance that displays a really singular vision of um, of an artist, I'm I'm just reminded about how rich and diverse our our world is and and yet, despite that diversity, there's sort of this undeniable thread that of the human impulse to bring the anim- inanimate to life. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like you know, from fairly very early age, you know, we have this 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 impulse and this drive to to bring things alive. And I love that.
0: So. Yay! That's that's true, and it's funny because it's bring back to childhood. And the second question is, how did your crush for pocket happen? <laughs> Maybe it's a specific moment in the childhood, sometime or or not. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: it's sort of a long story, um, mm. and I came to it gradually. But I will say, sort of the the period was really during my undergraduate study, um, and and I went to Sarah Lawrence College in in New York, and uh, I had studied theater and music in a conservatory style high school program Mm -hmm. um and was interested in directing but but i i really when i got to my senior year i realized you know if i'm going to say anything about my art with my art i need to have a strong base in the humanities Um, so i i went to sarah lawrence and and it was a great program in terms of they allow you to design your own program. so i you know focused on performance studies and music and film. And um, uh, through that, through that performance studies uh, focus, I got interested in Bali through uh, ethnomusicology. Mm. Um, And so from there I was, uh, uh, I decided to go to Bali uh, my junior year, and then it was only a semester long program. So I decided to, uh, round out the year with a semester in Prague. And at the time, I had no idea that those were two, like, a, you know, incredibly rich uh, cultures with with really strong puppetry traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when I went, I I studied uh, with the Dalong Iwai Iwa and Nartha, um, who let me tag along to his shows and build puppets, and um, which I loved. And then in Prague, I became obsessed with the filmmaker Jan Schwenkmeier. Um, And he, uh, I think for me, I really identified with sort of how he created this real cinematic world that took those Czech traditions, but then created this very surrealistic landscape and and storytelling model. So I was sort of getting the bug for puppetry at that point, Mm -hmm. um, but I I didn't really know how that would fit into what I did. And then I went back to Sarah Lawrence and studied with an incredible puppet maker, puppet. Creator um, uh, Dan Hurlin, uh, who still teaches at Sarah Lawrence, and it's incredible, and does his own work in New York, and um, he, you know, introduced us to all these different styles, and uh, he uh, also took us to shows in New York. Uh, I saw Janie Geyser for the first time, and William Kentra's work, and you know, that was incredibly inspiring. And so I took all those, and I, for my senior project, I created this a shadow puppet performance that was also, um, I played live cello for it and had film elements in it. And at the time my advisor came up to me afterwards and she said, you know, I've had no idea what you were doing with your study until tonight. And now mm-hmm. I finally get it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and 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 I guess for me, I just, that was the moment where I, I realized and discovered that that a way to combine all my, various skills and interests and talents was into something meaningful was uh-huh. through puppetry. So so that was when I was like okay, well I guess
0: that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Like <laughs> it's it's a journey and and for sure you 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 have a vision but it's it's so interesting that you discover like a a shell opening. Okay, that's what I'm doing. I really admire this. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh it was
1: a gradual process, but I really, you know, I I would would not turn back now. It was Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah and, and we have Jess, uh, Jeff Donk who say, you are the coolest. Oh, I know, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. You're the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, and then the third question is like the, about the study. like actually, in your opinion, what would be the best field of study to become a puppeteer?
1: Yeah, um, this is interesting. Cause I think every probably you've experienced every puppeteer that you've talked to has come to puppetry in a different way.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I think it really depends on who you, um, How you want to engage in puppetry and what you want to do with puppetry um, is is really how, what study you need to do. So, if you want, I mean, there are so many jobs that you can do related to puppetry. If you want to be a puppeteer that creates their own work and performs it, then that pretty much takes about every skill set you can imagine. You know, you've got to, like, you know, have the concept and writing, you've got to be able to design, construct, perform. Or you know, sometimes you can job certain things out that your skills are are not you know uh, strong enough for, but uh, or at least that you don't want to do. But uh, but then for performers, I think skills in music and dance and movement um, and of course acting are are essential. Um, for designers and builders, you know, you really need strong visual art skills. Um, so uh, and I mean, so I think that there's there's a lot yeah. of avenues to get into puppetry. And it really depends on your particular skill set and what you're interested in. And then um, so it's that that would be be my answer. So there's no no real one path because there's no one type of puppetry. Yeah,
0: that's true. But I like how you 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 put like it into pieces, like the builder. Sometimes you have like the more the, the 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 performer, and and you have all of those job, and and it depends of the choice for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And and do you have your own definition of a puppet? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was
1: funny because you know I, when I saw that question, I was like, oh, you know, I, what? What should I say? Uh, I'm fairly liberal in my definition of a puppet. Um, I also consider stop motion to be puppetry, just sort of on a different sense of time. Um, So, But but I guess simply what I think, and I'll read it just so I make sure that I get it. um, A puppet is an inanimate object brought to life through external means and imbued with a sense of agency by its manipulator. So that's my answer.
0: Whoa, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's so cool I think I will do a dictionary at some point with all the definition of everyone because you yeah. everyone bring a little touch it's so cool mm-hmm. yeah well i definitely like the
1: definitions in like the all of the dictionaries Merriam-Webster is like awful it's like it's usually an animal or person that you know it's a cloth you know manipulated by the hand and it's usually cloth with a wood head and I was like That was not a puppet. (laughs) Yeah, it's so more than that. It's one type of a puppet for sure, but you know, absolutely, you know, there's the possibilities are so much more endless than that. So
0: yes. And that's why we need to bring the definition to the world. Maybe at some point we will change the dictionary. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can we petition? So cool. And do you think our art is in an ascension or is getting less popular? You have an interesting viewpoint from the museum.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think that it ebbs and flows, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really depending on what is what work is currently in the zeitgeist. You know, there are certain shows that sort of rise to that more prevalent, uh um acknowledgement by the culture at large. Um, and then, you know, and then there are times when there isn't something that's so prevalent, but puppetry is everywhere. Sometimes you just don't even realize it. Um, and and I, I think that puppetry will always sort of be a bit of a misfit in the theatrical world and in the the larger world, but it's, I don't think it will ever ascend or descend to the point where it's either no longer relevant or, mm or part of like the the mainstream in in a, a in the same sense as how do I say it? Um but but puppets are everywhere, they'll continue to be everywhere. Um, yeah. it's it's yeah
0: <laughs> yeah we 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 promote it so it will go and grow and yeah I like this answer. Absolutely. And, and but it, the next one is kind of about the full potential. Do you feel mm like we reached the full potential or we still have room for improvement hmm interesting um, and i think there's always
1: room for improvement for yeah. sure um, in in everything that we do there's room for improvement um, yeah. and so i i don't think it's necessarily about reaching that full potential that you that you cannot uh exceed. It's yeah. it's more about continuing to look at how you can develop the art forum and promote the art forum and, and continue to um support it in ways that, yeah. that allow it to really thrive and for artists to survive. I mean not survive to thrive as well, you <laughs> know and, <laughs>
0: and and so I think that we we that, need to yeah keep okay, grow and and because you have like technology who had like the streaming it's in i think it's it's part of your like also development as a, a center of puppetry art you you said at the beginning you go digital it's kind of we 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 make it grow also on this platform
1: hmm yeah, no, I think that it's uh well it's it can be challenging to move platforms that are meant for a live performance mm-hmm. audience uh, to this digital platform, because it is so different um, yeah. in in many ways. And, and, and also, you don't always get that. I mean, you can't really get that same sense of like collective joy that you get when you're sitting in an audience watching something that's right there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I think it's it's absolutely opened up opportunities. This digital forum has uh, opened up opportunities to reach audiences that may have never have seen your work or our work, you know, uh, and that's really exciting. The fact that yeah. we're able to reach global audiences with work that we've done in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and and that that can be really exciting. As you were saying, like with your podcast, like that there have been, you know, people from all over the world and, and that's yeah. that's pretty fantastic, you know, to have those, conversations and to feel part of that global community um, through connections with puppetry.
0: Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. So you have like some question going on the chat. So Eric, yeah. say hi. So hi, Eric Bornstein. And mm-hmm. we have Chad also, who Chad William, who watch. And yes, the, oh, yeah. the Collective Joy. But Aileen asked uh, an interesting question. Mm-hmm. So I bring it into the screen. It's the question is for you kristen so okay what would it be the most interesting virtual proposal project since like quarantine like something you you will feel it's it's kind of a good question mm. uh, something you interesting or maybe you have saw some stuff and
1: you gosh know. yeah, um you now one yeah that's that's a I mean, there's there's been so many interesting things. Um, yeah, you know, one thing that I really loved was the uh, the great small works out of New York did the a toy theater festival. Yeah, and uh, the medium actually worked incredibly well on on Zoom. You know, yeah, it, it it really you know that that was that was something that you know, and to be able to like connect, they were connecting to people's houses from all over the world, and and. Uh, and creating this, you know, entire event that if they brought all of those people to New York and housed them and uh, and had them perform every night, the the costs involved for that would have been so astronomical that that project may not have actually. I mean, they they've actually done live toy theater festivals in New York before, so it's not that it's unprecedented. Yeah, but. but that was, that was, for me, a really interesting example of you know this, this form can be really good for seeing, bringing different people from all over the world into one performance without incurring that incredible cost. And with toy theater, because it's small and basically in a proscenium anyway, like it works really well for, for that format. Um, so that was great. I've also, um, Bonnie Duncan uh, is a really interesting artist out of Boston. Um, she's been doing, uh, playing a lot with uh, trying to engage puppeteer, or sorry, engage audiences um, by encouraging them not just to watch, but to play along. And she's, you know, doing different things with sort of the, the screen and how to engage with the screen instead of just a a presentation. It's like, how how do I get those on the other side of me to really be Engaging with this mm-hmm. screen in a very different way, um, and that's been cool. So, uh, so yeah, I think that there's there's been some some really interesting sort of uh, ex- uh, experiments in in yeah. form that have been great.
0: Yeah. So aliens say thanks. <laughs> <and> aliens <laughs> answering to to her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And what is your biggest purpose as a puppeteer or mm. as a director or yeah, you really want to voice the question.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh so I actually broke this one up um, <laughs> for uh for sort of my different roles um that I've I've had. Um although they can probably all be they're they're also applicable to each one. So mm-hmm. um, but as a puppeteer, I think I want to create and execute the most compelling story that I can. You know, that's whenever I, I create or produce something, that's, that is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as a producer, I want as many people to see the work um, of our team as possible, and um, I want them to be inspired by, by what they see in our stages. Um, and, and again, this, uh, you know, as a producer, I want all of these things too, but as an audience member, um, I, I have a telltale sign, and I'm sure other people do as well, um, that I'm being moved by a work um and it's uh frisson i think it's i i don't know i'm probably butchering it in french but uh it's a uh, it's known as like aesthetic chills or musical chills and it's it's like goosebumps or um, Uh uh-huh. so so the idea that if yeah, frisson saw oh, oh, yes. yeah oh yeah
0: yeah thank you see i told you i was butchering it you didn't even know yeah i was like uh, ding, ding. oh and goosebumps okay yeah oh, yeah
1: so that idea, of, you know, that's when I know. Like when I'm watching a work and I I get those goosebumps, and I'm like, okay, now I am engaged. Now this is something that, uh, that's that's really touching me in some way. And then my mind starts to work, and it's like, well, why is that? What are the things, that are that are happening? And um, so and also back in my performance studies days, I became obsessed with the idea of the the liminal state, which is, uh, gosh, I can't even remember the anthropologist now that I thought it oh, out, but I. Um, but but uh, for for me, I sort of transport it, uh, transformed it because um, uh, it was he approached it in terms of like ritual. But I think uh, for me, it was that idea that an experience that is performative in nature um, mm-hmm. could take you into sort of an in between state when you and in that during the performance you're in that in between state, and then at the end you emerge a different person in a yeah. way. Um, and for me, I think that's kind of the, the highest achievement of, of a work. Yeah. Um, and when you can sort of take uh, where you are, one state of understanding, whether it's yourself or your world or, or the, the topic at hand, you know, um, and through that performance, transform your audience or, or be transformed. To another state of understanding or another state of being. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I mean that rarely happens, <laughs> but yeah. I think that's you know that's always a goal. You know, it's like how how can I be? How can I transform? You know, yeah. and, and and really um, make that impact where someone walks out being like, I think differently now, or I am, I feel differently now.
0: Yeah, so. kind of the catharsis of the Greek, but with puppetry it's so like I think it's kind of something like I I always said it's a bit philosophical, poetical like it's kind of we step back or we go into the the reality Mm -hmm. of the show or of the this puppet and we understand what it's living right there so Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's a good good smart goal. Yeah
1: and and I think the other thing um uh and this was something that, you know, that I think sometimes we take uh, for granted. And when I was, we were the week of March, whatever, when we were, we had basically decided that we were going to close after the final weekend and the following week we're going to be closed. And we had two shows left. Um, uh, and I was in the audience for one of those shows with my son. And it was uh, Milo the Magnificent by Alex and Olmstead, who are just, fantastic and you know even though everyone was you know sort of already a little bit skittish about uh, going into an audience like there they had just the most wonderful responsive incredible audience you could ask for and I remember just sitting there and thinking you know again that collective joy that collective experience with an audience um, was just something I was I cherish so much, and I was going to miss so much. And that's, I keep, I keep going back to that like moment when I realized this is going to be the last time for a while when, when that, that will happen, mm. you know. And it was, it was a, uh, it was tough. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah. Cool. But so also
1: that you know that that audience experience, you know that that real. Sense, of, that's that's also something that's a higher purpose, you know, bringing people together and and having them experience something together and be moved or or think about something differently. it's as a collective is is I think of one of the most valuable things about live performance.
0: Yes, I'm so glad that you bring it on the table. Right, <laughs> we are kind of like let's bring live stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. And, and so that's bring me to the next one with like, where do you see the puppetry art in 10 years? Um, hmm. Well, <laughs> it's kind of tough with those parameter. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: well, uh, hopefully, hopefully we will have long been past uh, this point and we'll have been back performing. Um, you know, I. I think I just I hope that it can continues to uh, grow and be part of, of different uh, theaters' toolboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would love to see uh, more. Uh, uh, gosh, yeah. I where do I see in ten years? I mean, just. See more, keep it, yeah, or to, you know, to 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 keep for artists to keep creating, for you know, for this to this period to be a, um, I guess a a period of of uh, percolation that yeah. will then hopefully create sort of a renaissance because I think once we do get back to performing and it's and it's safe. For audiences to convene, people are going to be so hungry for that, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> I know I will be. You know, <laughs> it's like you really will will want to come together. And I mean, we're already like risking our lives. Like, I mean, not me, but um, but there are so many people that are already just like, you know, yeah. And you know, the U.S. is unfortunately at the the forefront of of people sort of ris- disregarding uh, sort of better scientific advice on this, but you know, I think part of it is that it's just like, it is, it's so hard to be, to not have that community and not to be around people and and it's really maddening. So I think hopefully this will be a, a point where it's like, okay, it's percolating and and then this will lead to sort of a, a renaissance. I mean, it will, it'll take a, so much time and resources and I'm just, I, I mean, I honestly, I think there will be a lot of theaters that that closed during this period um, but but I hope that that those that remain and also those that that grow after this period and 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 come after this period will will reflect reflect on this and and continue to create and and grow and and experiment with the the art form and I think that there's I mean just in so many Zoom calls it's like there's so many incredible artists out there that are um, doing great work. So I I just hope that that continues to grow.
0: Yes. Yes. We bring hope there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And and, um, it's almost a conclusion because I, it's the vision of the future, but also we go from the past also. If you want to bring to conclude a puppet (laughs) that you want to to bring in front of the screen and show like maybe something that we talked in the interview or
1: yeah so so i've got i've got two so um, the, the first one that i have is sort of my uh, has grown out of cuz i i my personal work i mean and i'm sure that the the puppet builders at the center they are um, incredible builders so you know so talented so wonderful and they'll probably cringe at both of these examples that I'm showing you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but one was a, a puppet that I created for, um, that sort of since become uh, my doppelganger of sorts, I guess. Uh, but a, uh, and it's, it's a shadow puppet, it's a, a stop motion shadow puppet that I've uh, used on um, my uh, animation yeah. table back there. Um, you can sort of see it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so, and basically I have a camera mounted and then a flat surface. And, uh, so let's see, I will now pull this, uh, out. So group, this is feeble Molly. <laughs>
0: there
1: we go. I'm also not a monitor puppeteer, just so you know, uh-huh. so, <laughs> I have to get used to that. Oh. Um, so, she's just simply articulated, um, but, uh, has lots of adventures. Um, and uh, and yeah, and, and um, the other puppet that I have, um, is one that's uh, incredibly uh, poorly made, and it was one of my first puppets out of school that uh, was for the Center for Puppetry Arts um, experimental puppet, or sorry, the Center's experimental puppetry theater program, and this is a great program that uh, artists can submit an idea in. January, and then uh, they'll get a small stipend to create a work uh, that then is performed along with other short pieces in Uh May. So it's a really great community program that uh, brings a lot of puppeteers, but also it actually started um, with Center Puppeteers just wanting to sort of go wild. They were doing sort of the kids shows in in the early morning, And they just were like, we want to create something, you know, different and weird. And, Mm -hmm. and so it started and Janie Geiser was one of the the founders and John uh, Ludwig and they, and so that, that group sort of just started creating interesting work and it grew into this program that now draws on dancers and visual artists and filmmakers. And uh, every year is something different and it's really fun. So one year I I created a work um, and a, uh, the basic story of it uh, was that a woman wanted to sell her soul for a pomegranate um, after seeing someone do this. And they're like, she's like, oh, that just that seems like the the perfect thing to do. Um I want to do it. So uh, but then uh when she she tries to do this, uh realizes that her soul is only worth a pair. And um so so at that moment, um, I'll just pull this down. I uh let me see if I can. Let me move my notes out again. So here's my sexy pair. Um, she got a little skirt and it came up from a table so uh, so she sort of popped up and the rods were down here and she did some like really like <laughs> rudimentary like you know dance
0: moves. Um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> that's so cool because it's puppetry is also about like figurative or like abstraction or how to metaphor some stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. So um, so that was, uh, and I, I think for me, like it was, you know, the, that, that moment of, of the pair coming up, you know, I, I had, you know, certain like uh, ideas that I wanted to get across in that story, you know, but at the same time, it was just also like silly and a little surreal. And right up my alley in terms of like not funny in the funny like ha ha sense, you know. But but you know just enough of like what was that like <laughs> that, <laughs> that I um, that I just really you know that that moment like really elicited this like wonderful reaction again the audience yeah. you know it's like they just like and I was and again that was a moment where I was like oh I love this it's like you know, such such a silly little thing could, you know, really get just this incredible response from an audience. Yeah. I just, like, did not expect this pair to pop out of a table and, like, start <laughs> dancing weirdly. Um, so.
0: Yeah, some weird is, it could be appropriate in puppetry. That's that's so appreciative for the audience also. Mm-hmm. And um, we, oh go, oh, go for it. I just want to
1: share one more thing that this is not a puppet, but I want uh, to just, like, Say that everyone should go out and get this uh, "Out of the Shadows" book by Leslie Ash. It just came out, and uh, uh, why I say this is um, so. The other thing, you know, puppetry and puppets uh, festivals have been such a huge part of my inspiration and my um, my love, and why I got into producing in the first place. And um, that book is about the Henson festivals that happened in um, late nineties to the uh, to two thousand, and it's um, uh, and and I just for me that that create and I think the center with our presenting series we try to do this as well, but there's something about that concentration of ideas and artists coming together and shows that are from different countries and different styles and. Um, all coming together into this, you know, great inspiring moment in time. Um, that I really, I, I can't wait until we can have more festivals because you know that for me is is a a, a really. Uh, important part of yeah. of the experience as well. So, sorry, I know I probably shouldn't have advertised, but I just had to It's perfect. To say. It's
0: <laughs> perfect, Kristen. That's the spot. That's the place to advertise puppetry. <laughs> we have Lorna wants to maybe see more of your shadow puppet. Like, maybe you can uh, put in front of a paper, maybe. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know if you have a paper. Let's see. I, um. Let me see if I can do this without...
1: I mean, I might have to unplug, um, let me see. Can I do, unplug that, and maybe come over here, and unplug that, <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go, so. To conclude, to see the stuff. Yeah,
1: let's see, and
0: so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there, so I, I actually put out a couple of things that I've cut, that's more just a, um, a silhouette, not a puppet. So there's, there's that figure, um, that, uh,
0: Yeah. And, and the mechanism is kind of like little, yeah.
1: yeah. And then you just sort of move it wow. like that. Um, her neck moves a little bit so she can go up and go like, what, what was that? <laughs> um, this is also, um, cause I do not only shadow puppet work, but also, um, uh, like cut paper just in general. And uh, this this is a little cow that actually was designed by my friend Katherine Callahan, who's a brilliant artist. Um, And it's uh, based (laughs) on a a Coleman Barks uh, translation of a Rumi poem um, about a white cow. And uh, so we worked together and um, (laughs) she drew everything and and cut it out and articulated it. And uh, so we also do that. I've also done that kind of work, but uh, but yeah. So, so cool. um, I do have a website that has sort of my personal work, not the oh, yeah? uh, nice work that uh, um, that has some of the the videos um, up. So um, it's a J- jarvissilhouettes um, dot com, uh, and uh, I, let's see. Um, but so if anyone is interested in seeing, like, how does yeah. that actually look as an animation, or um, yeah, in real. Yeah, then there's. Uh, then you can check that
0: out. <laughs> yeah, maybe after the the interview, we will write it down below. Oh, so yeah. People could link and click and oh, uh, yes. to make sure we we copy paste it perfect that's a great idea, good idea. <laughs> yay amazing that was so cool Kristen. i'm so happy that we finally met i online. know yeah it's been it's been too long <laughs> yeah no, but it's-, it's so interesting and and i really uh, uh, observed that you have a lot of vocabulary about what we do and a lot of like deep research with school uh Path and also yeah, it's kind of really interesting to get this viewpoint in the to the puppet podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I am love love puppets and <laughs> um, and I was a touring puppeteer, so I also had that that cred, even though I don't puppeteer as much <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but I I think that that experience alone sort of gave me a deep appreciation of any touring puppeteer out there because it's yeah. hard it's really hard and but it's I mean it's amazing too but you know going from from city to city and, and um, if you are you know the one slapping everything in and out you know that's that's a challenge um, so it's a uh, yeah it, it's but it's uh, it's appreciated because yeah. you know, that's spreading the puppet love all over the world <laughs> yeah
0: you understand all the reality of puppetry and that's really enjoyable
1: yeah, I try. I try as yeah. much as possible. <laughs> I'm learning Thank all the time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you very much for all your work. And and people will click maybe and see more and look at the website of the center also. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. I'll
1: put that on. Um, I'll send that as well so we can put that out because uh, yeah, yeah, we have lots of great programming, um, digital programming. If you can't come to the the center and um, uh, so yeah, check us out. There'll be we're doing like a. Henson Trivia Night uh, coming up, and uh, uh, we've had some like mu- digital museum tours that that have had been available that I think are still on our website that you can sort of check out what this yeah. you know this museum looks like. So um, yeah. there's there's a lot of we have a lot of uh, digital stuff out there too, so you can yeah. get a, a peek at at what uh, what's going I, on. I
0: will for sure. <laughs> I will go myself and other. Let's let's have a look. Thank you so much. Thank Kristen. you. It
1: was such a pleasure. Thank you. And yeah. best of luck
0: with everything.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Thank you. So I will say the last word. Stay there. Absolutely. And we'll talk after. Everyone, thank you. That was so wonderful. So stay tuned. We have many other podcasts who coming for the summer. I don't know how will be the rhythm, but I think we will keep just going as we do. And we will bring some tips and patreon stuff and workshop and we we connect also with with a lot of builders so if we will see some buildings happening so yeah i i just bring again the workshop this weekend so it's on sunday so stay connected to know more about that look at patreon dash puppet podcast really simple so yeah have a wonderful evening and see you in the future with other puppets. See you. Learn how to get your first 1000 YouTube subscribers. Join our Patreon page now, link in the description.